symbols are only where I find them. But that's why they're so important, because I'm discovering myself. I woke up in Williams, Arizona, and went to breakfast with Joseph, and then we walked back to the car, and just before I got in the car, I was in this mostly empty parking lot, and a raven, not a crow, but a full-size mountain raven, was standing in the lot, mostly alone, making this, not a full caw, but this softer noise, almost like an invitation. And there were a couple other ravens, I don't know, 25, 30 feet from it, but they were self-interested in other things, and he was just walking around the lot doing nothing apparent, making this noise, and I was like, that is so conspicuous. So I just stood observing him for uh, almost a minute while Joe got the car ready and the map going. And I, I got in the car and we drove down to Sedona. And uh, we're walking around Sedona. And in the car ride, I, I noticed that what I've been chewing on something deeper than words that doesn't want to have to be spoken something I'm on processing at deeper levels and it wants to be acted out and my writing project where I'm simplifying everything down to concepts of information and energy and duality is so dissatisfying it's causing me angst feeling into that in the car and recognizing that I need to like be in what's coming up even as I'm being in what's going on which is part of the book's themery themes anyway we get here we walk around Sedona coffee up Joseph goes to his have his call and I'm walking around by myself and I go into this art gallery of a Native American and the beautiful oil paintings filled with symbolism of his culture his tribe he sees the thunder god riding a horse in the clouds. He sees faces. He sees a man in the mountains, and in the mountains' reflection in a pool, a pond, he sees the the complimentary woman of that man. And just and the gallery staffer is trying to tell me about it to pump it up. And what I recognize there is the same thing that I recognized in a Tibetan shop I was in right before that. That these aren't my symbols. This isn't mine. All the people in my dance community who collect that yogic and Tibetan stuff and wear it and carry around the packs and satchels and the Ganesha stamps and buy the singing bowls. These are beautiful symbols reaching deep into ancestry, but they're not my symbols. And when I was in the, the art gallery being told about the symbols of this Native American man, I said to her, I wonder what my symbols are. I have no desire to collect other people's art. Art is to be experienced and witnessed, but not to be collected because we each have to go make our own. And I was really feeling this pretty deeply, this sense of, I don't know what my symbols are. I don't know what my heritage is. And I walk out of the gallery and I hear a caw. And I look up and sitting right above the door of the gallery, on the top of the door's pitch, on the roof, is another raven. And it caws three or four times while I look at it. And it's not cawing at anybody or at anything. And then it flies off 
about a hundred feet and does something with another raven it finds, fights for a landing spot or something. I know meaning is only where I find it, and we say we make it, but I think there's a deeper, more veridical meaning that's discovered. To add to this, one of the messages that stuck with me from my co-star readings today said, the answer to the hardness of life on this planet is not to become more comfortable with suffering. And that's the section of the book I'm stuck on, even though I know the rest of the book gets past that and says, but trauma is real and but identity is real and shame is real and we have to work with these things. And where I try to end in the book is with the existence of intuition and being able to receive things that are not sensorily apparent. What I've been trying to work through in the book is how to get through all of the, the flat cognitive bullshit about compassion and love and opening to things and enduring and it's not wrong, it's just not enough. And what Jung is guiding everyone toward in his writings, has been guiding me toward, is the deep well of symbolism and the spirituality that can be created from it when we start to recognize our own symbols and the way that meaning is calling to us from the unconscious. As I'm talking about this, I'm tempted to start crying, but not the usual desperate pain crying. This is something that starts in my chest and arms and wants to take my voice before it takes my eyes. This is where I'm headed in the book, maybe a stopover. Or maybe it's something I need to visit later when I have more context so I can lead the reader through that valley, that shallow valley, into the deeper one. I don't know about the book, but I'm starting to realize how I need to find symbols and bring them into my life. And I think those goddamn ravens were reminding me to listen, which is amazing Odin right all father he's Nordic I don't think my blood is from Nord the Nordic areas but I think I'm part Celt and I'm Alan and I don't know who they were 